We like to say every day is a vacay. And today it is like it always is with my co-host Chris Hansen in Miami. I'm Ryan Alford, your host. This is the Vacay Podcast. Excited today, we have Connor Trot, personal trainer, nutrition coach, and former contestant of Love Island. What's up, Connor? Going on, guys. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Can't wait to get into some good stuff. Yeah, man. Excited to talk your journey. We like to bring all cover all gamuts on wellness, health, and our producer stumbled across you or you hit their radar. Now you're on ours. I've been following you. I'm like, damn, I need to go run or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like most of my friends. I'm like, I'm in pretty good shape. I'm in good shape. And then a couple of guys we've had on recently, including yourself, I know you're training for some big stuff. And we'll get into that, but I'm like, dang, I got to get my game up. <laughs> I'm not typically a runner. So this is new for me, but it's been fun so far. I know. I've been seeing you on your feed running all the time. And I used, and I'm <laughs> not a big runner either, but it does work you. And I know what half marathon or half Ironman. What is it? Yeah. 10 days out. Half Ironman race coming oh, up. Yeah. Jeez. Hell yeah, man. That is serious. Connor, let's take let's set the table for everybody. Let's hear a little bit about your story and journey and who the heck is Connor Trot? <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. So <clears throat> originally I grew up northeast US. I'm originally from Pittsburgh, PA. All my family's back there. And pretty much stayed local, went to school, played sports growing up, pretty athletic and everything like that. Always decently in shape. Um And then I wasn't any specially gifted athletically. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to go to school, focus on that, see what I can make of a career from that. Fitness was always just a passion and always a hobby for me on the side of things. Just from playing sports growing up, always staying in shape for that, conditioning in the summer and things like that. Went to school and my focus on that, I was actually, I went to school for accounting and finance. So that's what I was like going to focus on do my career, start off with that, do the fitness thing on the side, stay in shape and everything like that. When I was coming up, social media was, Instagram was getting off the ground. YouTube was pretty big. So I always followed a lot of YouTube fitness channels. And I learned, I was watching those videos all throughout college and high school and everything. So I learned a lot just from watching those channels and stuff. And I thought at some point, maybe that'd be something I'd want to get into, but I didn't think I was going to be able to make a career out of it. So started out as a, Going the accountants and accounting and finance background, got my CPA license, and then ended up going on a reality dating TV show <laughs> called Love <laughs> Island, and that kind of made things clear as far as giving me an opportunity to make it make it work as for the, with the career in uh, fitness. Yeah. All right, we got to go down. It's all interesting, but gotcha. reality TV, <laughs> love, yeah, yeah love, and of all shows, Love Island. Right? And so what was the experience like overall? I think everybody's fascinated by reality TV and it it sparks the interest. But well, how was that experience for you? Yeah, overall, it was, I will say going into that, I was, I had nothing else. I was someone that was probably looking for every reason to say no to something like that. If you were to talk to anyone that, that knew me back then. And even today, they'd be like that this kid's doing this. That wouldn't make, doesn't make, wouldn't make much sense. But uh, overall it was a, it was a great experience. 
It was super out of my comfort zone <laughs> and it was great. It was as real for me. I think I was, I didn't know what was going to be on the back end of it. At the time I was building a social and that's how I actually got reached out to to do it. So it was, it's been three years now, but it was during COVID whenever everything was, I think that played a big part in it. Everyone was just not doing much else. They're just like, let me, I don't know what the show is, but let me watch this. But yeah, it was a good experience, man. It changed the direction of my, of my life up until this point. And yeah, super, super grateful for it. It was cool. Did it more real or less real than people think or assume with shows like that? Yeah. I honestly, up to that point, I had, I had heard of it. Like I had walked my, I, women are like the dominant people in my family. So like they're watching the bachelor and things like that. So like I've, I've seen stuff like that before, but uh, it's probably on par with what you think, like how real it is, to be honest with you. It's I'm, I'm, I always thought, okay, it's it's probably not a hundred percent. Everything is like, um, authentic and stuff like that. Like they're producing a show, they're making a show. So they have to cue you to go and spark some drama like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that's definitely a part of it for sure. Outside of that, it's pretty real. And yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. What you think is like real with, at least for me with, wow, I didn't think I was, (laughs) I went there, like actually found some, it like the whole thing worked. It was an interesting experience, but uh, yeah, it was like, wow, I actually like found feelings and stuff like that. And uh, the show did its work and uh, for the better for where I'm at right now. But uh, yeah, it was cool. Like that's what I tell people, you know, the old saying of any PR <laughs> is good PR or it's just you can't deny the power of television and the reach, like the number of people that see you, they get to know you, like building your personal brand, something you're already leaning into. And it's you have to have a really good reason not to take advantage of that for what it can springboard after it is always what I would counsel people unless it just completely flies in the face of something, but you feel like you can still be yourself. I just, I think the upside for stuff like that outweighs everything else. And I don't know if like coming out of it, you'd feel the same. Yeah, no, I honestly couldn't agree more with you. Like I, I get messages to this day. So how it worked was, that show is a CBS show and it was on CBS's streaming platform, like right after, I think it was Paramount plus, and I think it's on Peacock now, but Netflix actually just picked it up this year at the start of 2023. And even though it had been two years since that show, like that even uh, filmed when I was on it, that I get messages like every day about people like watching it and being like, granted, there are some people that probably w- that went on it that probably made their lives probably didn't have the best edit if you want to think of it right. like that. But it is super genuine and super authentic, and I get messages to this day. That's the that's why I have a specific. I mainly I mainly work with women when it comes to like my main client, my main kind of fitness client going forward now, and I get messages to this day that like are just I've never received kinder, nicer messages in my entire life. So I couldn't agree more with that. Yeah, that's awesome. Very few things. If you're a good person, I guess the only caveat I put on it, if you're going to magnify yourself, you better be a good guy or good girl. But assuming that, then the ability to amplify your best characteristics 
can is it pays off. But if you're a jerk and you're a, an asshole and like all these things, I guess <laughs> I might would avoid them. A lot of people don't because then all it does is amplify the worst of it. <laughs> I honestly yeah, give, you, give you props for, for doing it, like getting out of your comfort zone. I know, like you said, bro, anyone who's had a girlfriend has watched these shows, right? Like her sisters. And I actually, I got reached out to from The Bachelorette, I want to say two years ago. And I went through a little bit of the interview and then honestly, I'm too busy. And I was like, dude, I can't live in a house with 12 other dudes. Like I'm not gonna, at where I'm at now. I'm like, this is not going to fly well with me, but I never thought about all the back end that goes into this. And I've had some friends on like the real CST key show on MTV, but I feel like you said it can open yourself up to really good or really bad. So I think awesome for you sharing, like you've had nothing but positive for the most part. It sounds like it's been a value add to your life, but I think just even put yourself out there on national TV and be vulnerable deserves like props for that brother. Like that's take some balls. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the caveat to it is like when they're trying to pick the people to go on the show with it. I mean, you don't want, you want some personalities on that. Sure. Too. And I think what comes with that is, maybe some hidden agenda things, malintent, like you don't have the truest things coming through, like with you. And for me, I literally was super naive to all the things that would come from it. Like I hadn't started my career as a CPA yet. So I was like, I got nothing to do. I'm going to work at the, I'm going to work at GNC <laughs> this summer <laughs> before I start my career. And then that whole thing happened. So I was like, my intent was to like, go back, start my CPA career, which I, yeah, I did for a year, but I was just like, I don't even know what's going to come from this. So I'm just going to try and be the best me I can and see what comes from it. That's dope. So now we're an NS, NASM certified trainer and nutrition coach. So is there, is, are you 100% online? Yep. Yep. To this day. So now I am original. Originally, I whenever I actually started my online coaching business, I did start it online. I did. I had helped some of my friends and family and things like that. I'd be always like hitting workouts and, and things like that, helping with macros and diet on the side and things like that. When I first started it, I that was my first approach was to get those. For some reason in my mind, I was like, I want to get certified first and then I want to start my coaching. And hopefully it looks like they're getting help from someone who knows what they're talking about and has these certifications that kind of can show that. Yeah, I ended up getting those. I started everything on the side while doing my CPA, my CPA job full time and moved to LA and took a in-person training director job. So then it was actually like in-person and online and now full circle. It's just, it's fully online now. That's great. Is it seems like it, you've obviously have the natural passion for it. So many people spend their whole lives like doing stuff they hate <laughs> or they have no passion for. I would just think, and I was blessed to find, I'm in marketing and own an ad agency. And so I was probably one of the few blessed to do it, but it just seems like it would be really rewarding getting to live out your passion and help other people. Yeah, it, it definitely is. There's a, uh, it's just, it's so different from what I used to do for work in my career. So it's uh, an interesting sort of transition to it because I had a lot of like mindsets and in, in ways that I saw. I used to see how work was for me mm. doing my accounting job. And I straight up just, like, I, I made the most of it. And it was, I was, 
I, I would basically start my days off with my fitness and my routines and morning routines and things like that. So I could be super pumped and excited to wake up the next morning to do that, get that out of the way in the bag. But when I would just start my job at have my status calls at 9 a.m. in the morning and be working super late at night, it was like not fun. But yeah. <laughs> Accounting is not a, to me, a sexy, fun, <laughs> fun job. I, although I, my brother-in-law is an accountant and he's one of the rare breeds that eats and breeds numbers, like literally loves it. But I think that's awesome. Like what you said, you had these beliefs of what your job would be or your career especially I feel like my buddies that are finance guys or accounts, like you guys know what the fuck you want. You're like, all right, this is what I want. I want to work for JP Morgan or private equity, whatever. So what Ryan said, now you've transitioned into your passion, right? You said this has always been a hobby. Is there any part of you that still wishes you had went down the finance route? Or do you think now your quality of life, like you had a taste of it and you're like, all right, this isn't the dream that I've envisioned. Maybe my happiness, my whatever, my mission is elsewhere. Yeah, I, I guess when I first started, I, how I chose that career was like, I'm just going after, I know, you know, I know what I want in the future. It's I want to be able to be a provider for like my wife and family and have a family and kind of have that, that life for me. So I was like, okay, what do I, what am I like good at and am interested in? And like numbers was my thing and stuff. I'm like huge to this day. I'm like into super like personal finance geek and stuff like that. Like I, <laughs> I do that every day, but that's how I chose it. And it was just like, I didn't have any other, I, was, I chose it because it was something that came naturally to me. It was interested in, and I was good at that to just begin with. But uh, yeah, I think just like shifting that was, it was more of like, what am I excited to wake up? To, to do every day. And I'm not to say that I have that same like passion and thing. I think that's, it's, it, it serves its purpose for people to like, maybe start something like whenever I was beginning, like it, I was like, okay, I still got to like pay my bills and make a living and stuff like that. But maybe it's something that I could start on the side and see if I could actually make a living from. So that was just me, how I got into it and everything. So not to say like, I wake up every morning and I'm like, one ten at all hundred ready to serve and help everyone. Like I got my own things I'm working through sometimes. And like, there's things that come up with work with doing like scaling and things like that. And that the problems I've never encountered before that are, Oh, I wasn't expecting this to come up today. And it's not like the perfect day. Like I thought it was going to be, but mm. yeah, it's most of my days are really good compared to what I think I, my mindset was like waking up in the morning where it used to be a few years back. Yeah. And don't let Chris fool you. He's, Every other day, he's bitching about his accountant driving him crazy about some <laughs> shit he has been putting off for two months. Like, I was in Miami three weeks ago, and he's like, I was supposed to get my accountant that two weeks ago. And do you think it happened before I left? Nope. <laughs> uh, I'm very grateful for my accountant. He's, you need a good accountant. He sends you I would imagine like your background has probably also helped you immensely with starting your own business, just having a general understanding of, of how it works. I feel like that's where I see a lot of entrepreneurs or people with their own businesses, including myself. I'm not the accounting guy by any means, but I feel like that had to have been a big benefit to, to where you're at now, as far as tracking your business, scaling it, margins on what you're charging and whatnot. 
you, you probably have a little bit more solid of a, a business foundation than, than most, I would think. Yeah. And for me, I, I think different people have different things that motivate them and things like that. And when I was first getting started, it was like, okay, I want to, I know these are the things that I want. This is the type of life I want to live like five, 10 years from now. Money is, is, has to be a certain amount of motivator for me to, to get started in that, what I used to do. But uh, yeah, for sure. Like when I'm, when I had, I'll, when I'm like keeping track of like goals and things like that, that I'm working towards and I have a really clear picture of that, I can reverse engineer things that like I can, okay, I need to take, have my process. Like I have, I take sale, new client sales calls a few days a week that are designated just for those. And it's okay. Well, how do I kind of schedule calls and I can back into things. Let's know the numbers of things and just being very clear on that. And every time where I just like, sit down and get clear on that, like what those numbers are and what are those like tasks and actions that I can like physically do when I'm I'm like super, super clear on that. It's very, it's like, an, it's a very empowering feeling to know that like I have complete control over my, my income that comes in for the most part based on certain tasks that I can work my way into, whether that's like posting content, doing outbound reach outs, like different like things that like I can just, I have control over. And now that I have that, yeah, I like, I'll wake up and it's, when I was first getting started and everything, it was very difficult to like figure this out. Like I joined some mentorship groups that were like specifically helping to like coach online coaches like myself, because I knew I had no, I didn't know how to gain clients and things like that. And the best practices using social media and being able to learn from them, the people that have already done this in it just, we can get into a little bit more of it, but the main thing for me that like that switched for me was like, I I just had such a, a rooted like mindset of like how I viewed my work. And it was just, it was just something that I had to just get done for the day or get through the week or, or whatever it is, get through a busy season, like the start of a, a year when it comes to doing that kind of work with accounting and finance. So like the biggest things that have shifted for me are just like my own self beliefs and my mindset and things like that, that some October we just finished October, like this year, July and October were my best months. And sometimes it's just like, when I'm like very clear on the, those numbers and things like that, having that background, like you mentioned, Chris, I just, it it makes it easier to be like, okay, to go all in on things and be like, I'm the one that can leverage like the skills and knowledge that are, that I have right now. And if I don't have them, like I can go seek them if I need to gain those going forward. But yeah. I couldn't go any further in the episode today without talking about our favorite sponsor, Caldera Labs. This is premium in skincare. And look, I need all the secret weapons I can get. I'm 46 this year, and these fine lines are starting to show. But the only thing keeping me fine is Caldera Labs. Skincare, got face lotion, and this body bar. Let me tell you, it lathers up perfect. But in all seriousness, you have to rub in all the lotions, and then you use this stuff called the good. The serum. This might be the serum of the gods. I'm telling you, like this stuff is awesome. It may, I never thought you could have the glow in the morning. I was like, everybody talks about that. I watched the, the women's commercials. They talk about this, the glow they get. And I'm like, that's, that doesn't happen. But no, it does happen with Caldera Labs. All natural ingredients, perfect for the skin. And it makes you look younger. I, I feel at least five years younger. We're making no claims here, but I'm telling you, this is the best skincare I've ever used. I only promote what I support and what actually works. And if you use 
Rad Ryan. You'll get 20% off if you go to calderalabs.com and you learn more about their products. I'm telling you, you will thank me for it. And look, if you're young, you need to get ahead of the game so you avoid the wrinkles. If you're my age, you're just trying to hide a few. And if you're a little older, you're trying to hide a lot. And let me tell you, this will help. Make your skin feel great. Mine's never felt better, never looked better. And it's all thanks to Caldera Labs, the official skincare partner of the Radcast. Connors. How is turning that on? Like, it's interesting. It's so interesting. Like you say, in July and October. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, fitness, typically, like, the busiest month is January. And I'm like, if you're crushing it then, then you could probably crush it any time. Something tells me there's a direct correlation to you and your mindset in those months and maybe like just getting after it. I don't know, because it, I, I think those are t- like at gyms, <laughs> July and October might be the slowest months <laughs> of the season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, honestly, for me, it's it. Yeah. And things like that, like I've over the past two years, like I've done, I've tried to do some like physical things that like people can, be like, oh, what's Connor doing? Like just to tune in kind of things like that on social and stuff like that. So we were talking just briefly earlier, like that's what I've been trained for recently is half Ironman in, in, in a couple of weeks. So that's, that's always taken like some energy out of me for some reason. I don't know. It, it's exhausting to like do the training and stuff. And so up until I think this past month, I was like getting into that training. Like I'm not a runner. Like I was mentioning, I was trying to figure this out. But uh, yeah, I think you're right, Ryan. Obviously, it's hoodie season. Or so we know what you call it coming up. Winter's coming up. Usually, the fitness side of things like slows down, like in that business. But I'm looking forward to the reason why like July and, and October were actually really good for me was because I started working with a new, all my clients, it's all online. So they download an app off of the app store. So I started working with a new app this year. I was still learning a lot of things when it came to using the app talking on the phone to new clients. And I was, I sucked at that <laughs> to be mm-hmm. honest. And I was learning how to do that. And so it took me a little bit to, to figure that out, but I'm looking forward to, to December, January coming up. And hopefully those can be like really good months going forward. What's your like approach? Like, I guess everybody has their approaches to fitness and nutrition. There's probably like your, I know you, I'm sure you personalize it. But are there like go-tos like you're best at this or like from an overall platform standpoint, are there like go-tos for how you train people or how you coach them on nutrition? Yeah. So whenever come, I guess I can speak to my practices when it comes to um, just overall, like how I, if a new client comes to me and they want to work with me, they fill out a link in my bio or if I post a testimonial, I'll post a link typically that people can do it if they, oh, like they got some good results with Connor. I'll, I'll post a lot of like nice messages that, that clients will send me like daily, weekly basis. And so typically I help uh, my clients out with every other week, 14 day meal plans and weekly personalized workout plans. And then we also have weekly check-ins each week. On the training side, how I make it personalized for them is basically I have different phases. So they kind of correlate to the month. So if for so I have a week where we test out like our strength to start off with. And a lot of my clients are coming to me and for the most part, they have somewhat of like experience with working out. They're not like total newbies and they're not also trying to lose 
it's typically like maybe 20 to 30 pounds or something like that, or put on a little bit more muscle. So they're not like, they're not at the extremes. So for the most part, we'll start out with a strength week for like our phases. So like phase one would be like strength week and then I'll have ABC volume weeks. And then typically at the end of those, that, that phase, I'll be more of like a one-on-one reach out. I'll be like, Hey, I like to have like deload recovery weeks where it's just like backing off volume is like 80% sets, 80% weight, 80% if we need it. But if they're like, they want to like hop right into the next phase and start off with a strength week to see if we're getting stronger, at least maintaining our strength. That's typically how I like to structure the training side of things. And then on the diet side of things, a lot of people, I, what's helped me the most when it comes to the diet side of things, just staying reasonably on track, whatever my goals are is like a, if it's fits your macros, flexible dieting approach. So I've been, I just track my calories, my macros, just getting a good idea, like staying within ranges on those. So a lot of people will come to me and they'll be like, Connor, I have no idea what a macro even is. I don't even mm-hmm. know what any of that is. I've never tracked food my entire life. I'm just trying to lose 20 pounds or something like that. On, on the nutrition side, when I help them, I'll, I will provide them with specific meal plan options. Uh, I'll calculate their macros and I'll calculate their calories for them based upon their goals. So it's okay. Maybe we start out with four or five pounds per month. Let's do this super sustainably. Let's not like crash and burn, lose five pounds in a week and then just rebound super quick next week. We set those goals and then I'll provide them with specific meal options that they could choose for their meals for the day. Or I'll have people that'll come to me and be like, yeah, I've got some experience with tracking macros and calories before. So then I'll be like, I'll still provide you some meal plans, but if you just want to hit your numbers for the day, like these are what's going to help us get towards your goals and things like that. So that's like my personal approach, but I like to eventually get my clients to a point where they know what macronutrients are. They know what their goals are. They know how to calculate these numbers. So like long-term, if they ever wanted to go on like a mini cut for a vacation or something like that, they want to lose 10 pounds, then they know how to get to that amount just on the diet side. Yeah. Is we always like to ask people like what their own personal, like daily wellness routines are. Obviously you're in the middle of a half a Ironman. So it might be a little different, like <laughs> training for that, but maybe extracting any of the things you're having to do for that. But what are some of your like daily routines, supplements, things like that just, are your gaps? Yeah, for sure. A lot of the things that I do on a daily basis nowadays is I took from doing, have you guys a program called 75 hard? Yeah, for sure. Andy, so a lot of the things that I yeah, do. Yeah, I know Andy personally. So yes. That's awesome. Yeah. I found Andy last year and I've been, I love, like I, he's been, he's helped me out a lot. We just listened to his stuff, but I did 75 hard last year at the start of last year and did the whole live hard program last year for the whole year. So a lot of the things I do on a daily basis come from that, actually. Pretty much, I what's been a focus for mine recently is I've also started to listen to a lot of more, like Andy Huberman's got a good podcast, mm. Huberman Lab, and I take a lot of um, good things. I, I like the science-y stuff based of it. So he's got a good, like, some good episodes, um, especially on sleep. So sleep's been like a focus for me lately. Um, as like a foundation of everything. So really that, that's something that I track and help my clients too with. But uh, honestly, I, I try and get, I try and go to bed relatively within a, an hour, the same every time, like every night, wake up typically within an hour, same morning, like in the mornings every day. At least I, I try and get like eight hours of sleep. That's like my foundation, my foundation. Lately, it's been a little bit more like 
last night I probably think I got like 10 hours of sleep because it's just been trained. Training's been a little bit <laughs> higher for me the past couple of weeks. That's been just like a foundation. I'm just going to get my sleep regardless of <laughs> whatever, whatever else um, needs to get done. But sleep's going to be the, like first and foremost for me. And the first thing that I like to do is I do like to start off my days with just getting my workouts in. And lately it's just been my runs or my swims or my bikes first thing in the morning. But if it's, I like to just do the hardest thing that I have to do for the day. So sometimes it's like my client check-ins. I've got like, maybe it's typically I do those on Thursdays and Fridays. So if that's, I'll get like a lot of those. That'll be the first thing I do. But most days it's, I do my workouts first thing in the morning, drink a gallon of water every day. And then um, as far as just like wellness routines and stuff like that, it's, I I'd like to, I do my, I do reading like 10 pages a day, 10 to 20 pages. That's helped me when it comes to just get some like mental mind, right? All um, things like that. And then overall, like supplement wise, for the most part, I just like to hit my protein goals. So it's just whey protein for the most part after my workouts. And then I will, I'm not, I'm trying not to get overboard on caffeine, but I do a pre-workout. Typically I'll do a pre-workout before my work, my workout, and then I'll, I have an energy drink probably in the afternoon. So typically it's probably, I don't know, 200, 400 milligrams every day. But you got to watch those energy drink guys. Ryan's got 400 milligrams in him before noon every day. (laughs) (laughs) I saw saw the monster. It's sugar free. Yes. But yeah, no, no, that's cool. The protein's the biggest thing. I think people, it sounds so basic, but especially if you're training, you're trying to keep muscle at all, getting it. What is it? A gram of protein for every gram of weight or every weight, every pound of gram. I think that's something people leave out that or skim over. But it does. If you're wanting to maintain or grow any muscle mass whatsoever, it's important. Yeah. Yeah. And I learned I just from working at GNC when I was in college, like I learned that's probably where I learned the bulk of my like nutrition knowledge was just learning how to understand what these products were and how to like see if they could help customers that would walk in the door and stuff like that and how to sell them properly. So yeah, definitely the protein is like the first thing that I'm working with my clients when they come to me is okay. Especially women, a lot of women like aren't getting nearly enough protein in their Mm -hmm. diets. So, um, but yeah, a gram per pound of body weight, it's typically a good recommendation. Um, if you want to be a little bit more specific, like obviously if you're trying to lose weight, cut weight, maybe it's something that we like make sure that we at least hit minimum, but if we're just trying to maintain or put on body weight, like muscle, then like nitpicking, like it could be like one gram per pound of lean body mass. So if you're, I don't know, 10% body fat, 90% muscle, then 90% of what you weigh would be like a good number. Yeah. So you mentioned Huberman. Are you doing stuff like the mouth taping at night? Are you taping your mouth? And (laughs) I just bought some, I've got it on my nightstand. He's one of the main guys I've heard talk about that. Yeah, I just started doing that actually. Oh, I, I don't, I don't think I'm just doing I actually, bro, I, I'm, I'm just kidding. Like, I, <laughs> no, I've not done that. What is that? What's that? Like, like, what's that supposed like, to be? So you're breathing only through your nose while you're asleep. It's okay. supposed to get deeper rest or. I don't know, dude. I dated a girl that did it for a long time <laughs> and she kept yeah. trying to get me to do it. And I was like, I'm good. Chris, Plus, is your girlfriend, is your, you don't even have a girlfriend, but uh, you, uh, you're, are they tying you up with tape at night or something with that shit? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> What's yeah, going on they're, here? They're making these things up. <laughs> no, I, I've just seen a lot of people saying, and I would assume it helps with snoring, which 
with extra sleep. But no, I've been looking at the box on my nightstand and every night I'm just like, nah, I'm good. I'm good right now. I don't know if I could sleep a tape over it. it. (laughs) I haven't tried it. No, I've heard the podcast. I believe in the science of it. It's just one of those things. And I might kick myself in the ass because I feel like it's these small, simple tweaks that actually can make a difference. But some of these, these little newer practices that you're hearing about. I'm always curious, especially if you're a Huberman guy, because that guy's, he knows his shit and he brings the receipts to back it up. So I'm like, I know it works, but so you're pretty light on the supplements, just whey protein, any like amino acids, BCA type stuff or sleep supplements, testosterone Uh, boosting, like Tongat Ali, anything like that. Yeah, I'm pretty... I've always been pretty, probably the most when I was ever, nowadays it's really just, it's really just whey protein, multivitamin. Creatine? And like a, not anymore, no. I haven't, I, the, any kind of creatine I'm doing is just from the whey protein if it's in there. But yeah, and really the, probably the most on the supplement side that I would, that I ever did was probably when I worked at GNC and pretty much we'd have customers return product and we can't resell it if they've already opened it. And half the time they open it, try one scoop and be like, I don't like it. And so we got, employees got all those returns if you wanted them. And so I was like, all right, I trust these people. They're not like messing with this at all. Right. So I would probably, that's when I would do a lot of, if, they, if there was like an amino acid, like I just, I'd, I'd be like, all right, I'm going to take this. Or if it was creatine or stuff like that. I've certainly done those for a time period. Right. For me, I didn't feel like it was that big of a game changer for me. And it was, um, but I do certainly see, okay, Whey proteins help me hit my protein goals. I definitely want to do that. Multivitamin. I'm not someone that eats a whole lot of like fruits and veggies every single day. So it's just something that like, ideally, I think it'd be worth it to get my micros. And then just a pre-workout. Maybe it's a mental thing. I don't know with the caffeine and stuff, but just gets me like in the zone and, and mm. ready to go. But always been light on the supplement side. It's good. Connor, What do you, where's it all headed? What's your... Goals, visions, the next, I don't know, five years or so where you just want to, to grow the business or other aspirations? Yeah, I'm thinking, I didn't mention some of the, the things that I, I think like doing 75 hard, like I read, uh, you guys know David Goggins and his oh, yeah. craziness. Yeah. So I read, uh, I read his books last year too. So that kind of got me into this like spirit of, oh, I got to do some hard things just for, for me and, and things like that. I have a journey to show on social media and stuff. So past two years, I've been doing some like competitions and things like that just for have break some mindset things for me and just bring people along the journey with me and show some of the things that I'm learning along the way too. Well, I think going forward after this race that's coming up in, in a few weeks for me, it's probably the focus is who knows. I, I like whenever I do it, like the next day, it's I want something like what's next and stuff like that. You get in that mindset. But right now it's, I think after this, it's probably going to be just focusing on like serving my clients to the best of my ability. And I know some things have like taken a back seat. Like I've done my best, but I know I can do a lot better if I didn't have something that I was also like taking up a lot of time when it comes to like training, fatiguing me and stuff like that. But who knows? It's, I do think that's probably going to be my focus is just getting to like a continue to grow my clients and, and scale. Like I've, been with my new app for it's coming up on a full year. So I'm looking forward just to like hitting the ground running next year, hitting that sweet spot in December and January and seeing where that goes. To that end, where what's the app? Where can everybody keep up with everything you got going on? 
Yeah, of course. The app that I personally use is called Linus eHealth. So they, they're my support team that I've been working with for this year. And like I mentioned, it's that download is how I, my process is. I like to hop on an intro phone call for 30 minutes, get to know them, see what their goals are. And if it sounds like it's something that, that I could help with and be like a support for them, that's when I would actually send over the link for them to download. It's a free download and stuff like that, but you just have to log in for the first time to create your account. And so I've walked them through that process on the phone for the first time. Yeah, that's typically how I like to run things. I get most of my my new clients pretty much strictly from social media and just client referrals at this point. So yeah. Sweet. Where can everybody find you on social and get in touch with you? Yeah, so pretty much across all social media, Connor M. Trot is as my username for the most part. And pretty much mainly on, on Instagram and TikTok at this point. And that's where you can find me if it's something that you want to keep up with. Sweet. Connor, we really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your journey and making us all feel like we're not doing quite enough since we're not trying for an, tried out for half iron, man. <laughs> I'm kidding, man. I, my pleasure. Props to you, dude. No, man. Hey, you motivate me. That's the highest compliment I can give you. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys. Yeah. Pleasure being here. It was a pleasure getting to, to talk to you guys a little bit more. Really appreciate it. Hey guys, you're to find us, thevaycapodcast.com. All the highlight clips and the full episodes. That's V-A-Y-C-A-Y, the only way to vacay. For Chris Hansen in Miami, we appreciate Connor for coming on. I'm Ryan Alford coming to you from Greenville, South Carolina. We'll see you next time on the VK Podcast. <laughs>